Um, man, yeah. No, I did not. I did not ask to be birthed, but I think it would like I'd be just lawsuit city if I were just say you know kidnap people off the street and throw them in this thing. It's like this is the Evan experience. Yeah, man. That's 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 not a memorial. That's a torture chamber. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hey Weird Question, the smartest icebreakers from the dumbest dudes. Uh, I am with your god of odd, Connor. That's me. And I am your host, Evan. Uh, So thank you for uh, listening to two dumb idiots catch up and come up with really weird questions to make your next, uh, I don't know, small talk time actually enjoyable and, I don't know, learn something dumb and stupid about other people if you feel like adopting the conversational stylings of two thirty somethings that have moderate lives yeah because when i meet somebody new i really want them to sound like hey you know what you'd make a great podcast that's a great conversation if you can just affect podcast you'll be in great shape in any cocktail party and or i need a place to sit on the bus situation so uh not to jump ahead in the podcast because we do have our most important first question coming up. Uh, but I actually had this exact circumstance happen to me this week. Uh, oh, so you're fresh, you're ready, yeah. you're full of need for conversation starters. Oh, I, I did not need. I supplied. I oh, saved oh. the dinner uh, because the my new boss, the VP of marketing, was like, hey, we need, a, we need another good question to ask people. And I said, hold the fuck up, Mike. I got you. <laughs> You have no idea. Oh how, yeah, and then, <laughs> how much the right person you have asked. I did. <laughs> I didn't. I did tell him that uh, I'm starting a fucking stupid podcast with my friend. Uh, but I did go. Hey, look at all of look at all of the questions I have written down. And it was like, um, we are so close. We are so close to getting to a D100, Connor. We need a D66 today. <laughs> Ooh, cursed. Uh, so we're we're getting there. We are getting so close with. Um, are I don't know chicanery. I was uh cash of cash of questions question cash. Oh yes, yes. Cash questions. We're gonna need to buy a new treasure chest to hold all the dumb <laughs> dumb questions that we've got. Uh, Lord knows they can't stay in our noggins. That's why we've got a Google spreadsheet of sixty six questions because we're too stupid to remember the questions. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I've, yeah. I've got to say, I appreciate that y- you, like myself, have enough confidence to start a podcast, but not enough confidence to tell people that you don't love and care about that you're starting a podcast. I'm yeah. hoping that this is just the right razor's edge of confidence, where it's enough that we're actually doing this and recording the sounds that come out of our faces, but not so much confidence that, like, of course they had a podcast. More like... Yeah. I'm really glad that they made a podcast they easily couldn't have. It's one of those beautiful, beautiful lines. I'm thinking of like the musicians that I've known over the course mm. of my life, and my mic keeps dropping, so I apologize if this sounds really gross. There was some lip. Wolf. I could, I Wolf. could hear some lip in those we last fi- couple of words. I mean, the beautiful thing is I can fix that in post. Ooh! And by fixing it in post, I mean delete it so no one ever hears it. You uh, sound, you sound so professional when you talk podcast to me. 
oh, it's it's all the years of not making music. Um, <laughs> but it's that it's that beautiful line of like, oh yeah, you know, they're okay and like they seem like nice people versus like being way too cocksure and like actually making it and you know having a living off of the hobby that you enjoy doing. So like, I'm glad to know that we're going to die in obscurity. Yeah. And if we do ever somehow, by some miracle and or apocalyptic act, start making money off of a podcast, <laughs> you know that we'll be so bewildered by it that we won't be able to lose that that level of confidence. No, definitely, definitely not. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but like my fucking pipe dreams of making money off this thing is like, oh, I'd love to do a dumb charity stream on Twitch. I don't have a Twitch. <laughs> nope. Nope. By the, and, and by the time that we pull this together, who knows? Twitch could be a thing of the past. Uh, yeah, it's all... Is Periscope still a thing? Because when I was marketing in 2015, Periscope was up and coming. I don't know if it's still a thing. All right, we've, we've bullshit way too much, and people don't care, because I don't <laughs> fucking care. So... All right. Yeah. Let's let's back up the truck. Let's refocus. Let's let's go down a well trod ground. And uh, let me ask you, how you been? Oh, ooh, taking taking the lead role. I I don't know how it's to time. do it. I'm I'm. It's time. I'm being hosted right now. So ooh, vulnerable. Like, I didn't even bring I didn't even bring a platter for for appetizers. I yeah. you you've already where's, been too kind. Where's my bottle um, of wine that I'm never gonna drink? Ah, uh, it's okay. That, I've already drank. That? I've already drank all your beer. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, well, what I really want is the bottle of wine somebody brought to your house so that you could pass the bottle of wine off when you go to somebody else's house so that I, in turn, can pass that bottle of wine off the next time I go to somebody else's house. The last bottle of wine that I was given for a housewarming thing was turned into red wine sauce for steak because I would rather cook wine than drink wine. So, uh, anyway... Yeah, we we yeah, were to, just refocusing five seconds ago. I, it, I'm still on East Coast time. It is 11:20 for me right now, so I am doing great. I don't know how you're actually vibing. Um, I'm doing well. I actually am pretty positive. I, as you know, have kind of had a whirlwind two weeks, and mm. just like been all over the country, uh, doing work shit and visiting dumb Connor shit, and um. I'm really just glad to be home. I miss I miss the Pacific Northwest uh, as much as it as it was nice to be back in you know the old stomping grounds of Massachusetts. Just driving around, I'm like, I don't like it as much. Uh, th- it's cool to see my sister; she's dope. Um, but like, can I be can I be back to where I'm comfy and the cats like me? Um, was really bummed out to find out that the cats stopped eating for a little bit because they were so stressed out that I wasn't home. So oh, then. But- Diego fucking chowed down when I got home. Like, thank you, buddy. Put on some weight. I'm gonna. I got you. I'm gonna bulk you. you we can bulk together. I got a strength training routine. I use you as curls. I um, can't wait for those protein farts to come out oh of that my God. cat's rear end. The worst is he doesn't cover his shit, so it just starts wafting. It's like, it's it's fucked up because it's like yeah. a nice thing because it means he feels really, 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 really secure and safe with us. But also, dude, cover your shit. Um, I don't know, man. I got to tell you, that sounds like some cat PR that got put out there by some cat who just didn't want to cover his own shit. Sounds worst, like something no. the cat spread around. I'm stop. I'm stopping you there because the worst part is they fucking try. They just scrape the wall of their litter box because they're fucking idiots. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that cat is not so much comfortable as stupid and thoughtless. And Diego, this is no longer an appreciation podcast. Cover your shit. Get your shit together. Cover it in sand. Don't waft. Don't waft. I mean, Don't. I know you've met that boy, and I know you love that boy, but he is an idiot. Um, but <laughs> the, you know what? The, Idiots are even easier to love, in my personal opinion. That's what got me my wife. That's why I'm still friends with you. Not, Lord knows I'm entertained every single time that we hang out. I do need to clarify, not because she's easy to love. Because <laughs> no, she's sorry. No, it's because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's, see now, that's that's a mistake that I know Evan would never make. But if I'm going to be bellowing out into the ether, maybe somebody out there would think this guy hates his wife. Hey, Abyss, he's actually a really nice husband. <laughs> we're assholes, but that's just because we're from Massachusetts originally. Yeah, idiot um, or not, I am aware of how friggin' lucky I am. All right, it's a good life. Right. Anywho, uh, it's yeah. it's July, not uh, not February. We can ha- we can have her on for for the Valentine special. That's a <laughs> planning a year oh, in advance. Fuck me. We should uh, do but yeah, that. No, Massachusetts uh, was a really fun visit. Um, had to go back for work because uh, we have a new VP, and he's like, "Everybody together, learn work marketing." So it's like, okay, cool. Um, they're gonna pay me to visit my family. That works for me. Um, I still need to expense all my shit because they owe me like seven hundred dollars, and that sucks. Um, but miles, so hopefully I can go home again soon. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it worked. It went well. It was nice to see my coworkers in the flesh. As you said, meet space. Um, they really enjoyed the dumb questions that I ask. So Excellent. fucking that's radical. Um, don't the have. Um, I had swordfish for the first time and that was fucking tight. Um, uh-huh. I will be eating that again. Everyone says it eats like a steak. It does, but it doesn't have the heaviness of a steak. Um, I just really enjoyed it, uh, and I got one of my coworkers really excited about Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, so, like, fucking victories all around. Um, other than that, uh, I don't want to take up too much time because I feel like I've been blathering forever, but I made an heirloom tomato pasta sauce to go with gnocchi tonight, and it is the best red sauce I've ever had, and I fucking made it, so I'm so psyched. I don't like red sauce. I love this shit. I, I'm like... Do not lick the bowl in front of your girlfriend. She will dump you. <laughs> Don't, it doesn't matter that you have lived together for years. She, there are lines. <laughs> okay, all right, listen. We've, we're, we're due to this podcasting thing. We've got to set up a couple of rules. You can't describe bountiful feasts after 9 o'clock at night. If I've Wait. got a meal later on in the day, I can hold on to hope until something gets shoved into my face. But at this point, I'm going to be digging into the fridge for like a block of cheese if you keep telling me all these wonderful foods. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I like, I like nourishing my, my pale, pasty body. Um, <laughs> and that's all I really have because like work trips are drinking and eating and I don't really drink anymore. So it's just the eating, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but, I hope you enjoyed your steak fish and I'm yeah. glad that you're proud of your red sauce. Yeah, you will. You will have some sometime. Maybe um, I will gladly cook for you when. Oh shit! You're on this half of the country soon. That's exciting. Um, yes. But enough of my dumb bullshit. More importantly, how have you been? Yeah, listen, man. Times are tough. It turns out this last push, the real push, real push to finish up this internship. Real, uh, a lot to take care of on the mm-hmm. verge of graduation and finishing up internship uh, dissertation. 
Still a little up in the air. Still trying to get that Still. finalized. Okay. Any yeah. success since we've talked last yeah, uh, offline? Like, or is it still kind of like, ah, any successes? Well, I did find my microphone and headphones inside the drawer that I remembered putting them in. That's really exciting. I was talking about your dissertation, but I'm so fucking glad that this podcast is a win for you now. That's right. And I'm, I'm set up here and I'm in a closet. Like all of my podcast heroes at some point, I'm sure, have been feeling very professional despite being in a closet. <laughs> I've got to say, you look and sound better than ever. Oh, yeah, well, darkness has always been my my best look. You know, just the blue laptop light just really uh, uh, pulls out the pastiness of your flesh. And it's just like, yeah, look at that Irish skin, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Tan proof. Uh, here's the thing dog i would be in the same fucking boat as you if i didn't wasn't in a band with my partner years ago and she's like hey let's get this mic because it's affordable for a microphone and really good i'm like that's 200 fuck off dollars um but like it's we had served us well for years and now i can podcast in an open room and like that sounds like we did that one time yeah. Well, listen. No. Uh. This this closet. It makes me. It makes me feel like I'm paying my dues. You know. Like maybe after I do this, I'll deserve a listenership. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the way that you get a podcast is by you know, uh, paying your your monthly to the Illuminati. Maybe what I'm really supposed to be doing is signing up for Scientology right about now. I don't know. But I'll. All I'm hearing is patreon.com forward slash getconnorarealmicrophone.com. You know, even after I get it, I'll feel like probably I don't deserve it. I just, All right, well, I think that's I, more I, about your Catholic upbringing than anything else. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, once I, I need to uh, use this microphone into the ground. Once I accidentally drop this, once I forget to hold it onto the laptop that is sitting on my lap while I sit in the dark in a closet and it busts against the ground then and only then will I buy a new microphone well thank you for doing this dumb adventure with me um so I think let's get rolling if you're let's if you're cool it. with that yeah all right well, I've got the wonderful Foley noise today, so let's see how we do. Uh, look, how do how do I read uh, D100? Because I don't actually know. That's 70. Oh, bud, we got to get you playing more D&D. So, uh, so it, it's, it's, it's a 70, and I need, I, need a D, I need a D66. Uh, so do you, have, you need two dice for a D100, right? Yeah, I've got, I've got it, and it's 7 and 0. Okay seven and zero just those two numbers yeah okay so you rolled two d10s oh because no, one no, of those hang on no this no it, it's it's a it's the ones that you were using last time it's two double zeros and a seven ah all right well done well done uh so for a d66 we don't need to really truly properly randomize things we'll just call it a four okay Cool. Uh, so this one is one that I added without your knowing. And the question is, where is your happy place? You know, uh, I think that I want to say that it's something like 
you know, a, an overstuffed armchair with a cup of tea and a book. And uh, that does make me very happy. And it fits yep. in with my personality and the fact that I've spent so much time in graduate programs. That, I think, is what I would want to say and I think what people would expect. Okay. But What's the truth? Uh, Tell us the truth. We're not here for pleasantries. We're here for weird questions. Yeah, let's get real. Uh, can I get real for a second? I mean, you're the therapist. I'm fucking real all the time, baby. I got depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, too, too depressed to be fake. Uh, authenticity is just dripping out of my anhedonia. Anyway. You're going to say asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my real proper, true, happy place, I think, is probably being at the beach in the water. Okay. Specifically in water that's a little too cold that you go walk up to the water and somebody else is unwilling to go into the water because it's so cold. And okay. then you go in with a couple of other people and one of them gets out of the water because it's so cold and does yep. not come back in. But you're still in the water. That kind of so, water. So you want to be 18 at Hampton Beach with us, Tom and Joe again. <laughs> yes, except uh, even more so than just... Very cold water, uh, having enough waves to body surf off of. Okay. So you want to be 18 at Hampton Beach with us, Tom and Joe, in that fucking storm that we were out in the ocean with where you almost fucking, like a buoy taken under by the riptide. Exactly. That's it. God. I remember that. And I, like, I remember Aaron and I joking about you. But, like, you were going to die that day. But also, you did look the happiest I'd ever seen you. And I saw you married. <laughs> yeah, uh, the tears were different on those two days. Uh, yeah, man, you know, there's just something about, like, getting tossed around by nature. Okay. You know, like, sitting quietly near a, a burbling stream. And, like, that's that's cool. I like that. But what I really want is for a great big wave to pick me up and put me back down again. And sometimes, like, rough me around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that that's, I think that's a lot more truthful. I think it's a lot more expressive as you as a person. And it's like, again, not what people would expect. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not societally acceptable. It's fucking punk rock. <laughs> you know, the thing uh, but, is, it's actually yeah. too societally acceptable because I think about 80% of people would say the beach as their happy place. Yep. But being on the sand is great. But really, it's just great because the water's right there for me to jump into. And it's too cold. Actually, no, I got used to it. It's not too cold. Actually, everybody, it's not too cold. You should come in too. Okay, all right. If you don't want it, that's that's all right. I will spend an hour out here in the waves all by myself if I have to. I love that. I, I, I love that a lot. And it just it makes me want to go to the beach with you. Um, but it makes me question. Hmm. Did you get this behavior before or after you adopted your dog? Because I know that Mocha's favorite place is the exact same fucking thing. Because I yeah. watched y'all at fucking Cannon Beach just, just fucking steamrolling into the waves and just bowling over any human, dog, bird, or otherwise just, like, stupid enough to be in, in, in the direct path. Yeah, no. Uh, Mocha loves a beach. She does. I loved a beach before I even loved Mocha, before Mocha even existed. I loved beaches. I loved being in water. That was always something I loved. But 
uh, it has been only enhanced by having a 60-pound pit bull jumping into the waves with me, uh, snapping at the little tiny sea curls at the edge of things. God, if this were an Air Bud movie, y'all would learn how to surf together and then just beat the mean kids, and it'd be so fucking rad. Yeah. Do you think the mean kids would have a surfing dog and they'd be like, you can't surf with a pit bull. They don't do that. And I'm like, oh, no, my pit bull can't surf. And then it turns out, oh, my gosh, she's better even than the surfing dogs. Uh, I like that idea, but I think I think it's it's too rooted in like 90s bigotry where it's like dogs can't surf <laughs> nerd. I was going to try to say loser and nerd together. I got lured fucking reject adam's family character lerd <laughs> lerd uh, uh or fuck, maybe would... maybe it'd be more of a ratatouille situation where i would be absolutely <laughs> terrible at surfing and like listen listen let's let's not be ridiculous she's not gonna be on my head the whole time because for one i don't have a chef's hat that big for two my neck not that strong but she would be the secret to keeping us on the surfboard because I would be absolutely terrible at surfing and she would just counterbalance me every step of the way. Okay. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, kind of like, like the yin to your yang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit of each other in it. No, I was thinking, um, like my first thought was that she was going to like bite your ass instead of pull your hair <laughs> to kind of like direct you in certain ways. I'm like, it looks like I'm not thinking dog paws will do much. It's got to be something with the teeth. I'm like, no, the yeah. head feels weird. Butts a general like stereotypical dog area. And like, especially in, you know, in the, fir- the, not the first act, the second act of the movie where you get all the jokes for the kiddos in like, you know, Oh, his bum got bit. That's funny. Um, but the thing that I want more is now where it's like, it's a um, you've got like a uh, three kids in a trench coat kind of thing going on where you're like Connor's really tall surfer man, but it's just like Mocha's like dog legs sticking from under your wet your wetsuit shorts, so, so it's just like man and then just like beast at the bottom's like, hey your legs are yeah. kind of weird man oh mm-hmm. sorry um I didn't shave and. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay. And I don't know, that's really tickling me. And I think and I am the only person who will find this idea funny. So I'm sorry no, to listeners. No, I love it, man. Don't sell yourself short. It would be especially good because she, she's a, a black dog primarily, but she does have white on her paws. So people would be like, why are you wearing your socks in the water? And I'd be like, it's for the grip. And maybe a couple of people would start it and find out that wet socks are in fact not good for the grip. They'd be like, how oh. does he do it? You'll have um, you'll have a bunch of fans by the end, and it's all like wet socks, wet socks, the wet socks crew. I guess I'm just thinking I want the '90s back, like specifically Disney Channel original movie '90s. Yeah, I would say that this pitch for a movie is precisely Disney Channel original movie quality, no more, no less. <laughs> it's like opened by the the actor who played Johnny Tsunami. It's just like check out this one. <laughs> it's got a guy. Cool. Perfect. I Thank like you it. for All sharing. Right. You're I welcome. Yeah, tell me what's your what's your what's your happy place? I'm trying to remember what I thought my answer was when I wrote this down because let's be honest, like I have the foresight to write these questions, most of them, a lot of them, some of them. I don't know. I feel like you and I split a 50-50. Anyway, but I get the I get the I get the uh, unfair advantage of being able to think of my answer. But here's the thing, listeners. Uh, 
it's it, you, you don't have to i don't have any thoughts right now this is me coming up off the dome and i'm just remembering the circumstances where it was like the answers were oh you know i'd like to be in a cottage in the mountains during the winter i'd like to be at the beach you know with my family and i'm trying to think of what mine are because like i think my happy place is similar to yours where it's honest it's brutally honest and i think it is half naked on my couch playing some dumbass video game or watching my partner play some dumbass video game because i am so into watching leah play tears of the kingdom not to get you on that on that dealio you're also in addition to that you're also allergic to clothes i don't like shirts um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite memories from college was, um, my roommate walked in, uh, took a look at me. I was shirtless. He was pantsless. And he goes, you know what, Ev, if we were stranded on a desert Island together with one pair of clothes between us, we'd be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, allergic to shirts. I don't like them. I'm wearing the tightest fucking shirt of my life right now. I don't know why it's cute. It's a good shirt. It's I like it. Shirt. Got Three dollars at the Goodwill, angry baby. Bear. Angry mean bear on it. Very good. Um, but yeah, I think my my answer is that just you know like summertime, hot, just kind of like lounging, not having to do shit, just kind of like bumming around on a on a Sunday afternoon. Um, if it's not that, I, fucking stage man. Like not to be like ooh artiste. No, if there is such a fucking thrill to be performing music up on a stage um and it's like i i mean you've seen me perform it is i i forget like i've played hour-long sets with my old band and i just black out because i'm just having too good of a fucking time just like running around being an idiot playing bass and it's just like i i miss that so much and it's such a good feeling to have and like i wish that everybody were able to get that kind of thing more easily because it's I don't know I was talking to one of my coworkers who also does music and it's just it's so frustrating trying to do music in this day and age it's like we just don't get the fucking time to do it which is a bummer and it's like you should be allowed to just do open mics and run around and you know make friends with other weird creative people but yeah naked or on a stage but not naked on a stage <laughs> counter proposal uh to give everybody that thrill, we should all just take turns without ever learning instruments or how to sing. And we yep. all just really, really pretend that we're all good at what we're... Oh, never mind, that's karaoke. I, I just reinvented I, karaoke. That I, I was thinking punk rock. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Like, you don't have to be good at shit. Just do shit. Um, that is... No, yeah, that is... That's what karaoke is, isn't it? Okay. All right, good. To, yeah, where, where we all just pretend that we, like, yep 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 this is um this is not me throwing digs at people who like karaoke i fucking hate karaoke you will not catch me dead doing that stuff how do you like being on a stage performing but you don't like karaoke i don't know i don't fucking know i think it's i think it's the ability to play my own music um that feels 10 times more vulnerable in my head, playing your own music instead of just singing along to a song that everybody knows. It's, I don't know. Cause like I will, I will sooner, like I have played kiss me by sixpence none the richer on stage covered. You will not catch me 
playing uh, Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer at karaoke. I sing that song apropos of nothing out in public. I will not do it at a karaoke. You are a mystery. Uh, it's I, I wish I understood myself. Um, and Connor was beach day with Mocha. <laughs> I spelled your dog's name wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, anything else or shall we get rolling? Well, listen, I just want to say, uh, oh, please. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you threw out like, yes, performing as an artist on stage is a lovely thing. I'm glad that that's a passion that you have, but more impressive than you admitting to that is copping to the fact that probably your happy place is being on the couch, just watching and or playing video games. I think yeah. there are some people out there who would say that feels a little basic. Like, can't you aspire to a greater happy place? What I say to you instead is I am so jealous because I don't have an ocean that I can jump into in my living room. That's a great point. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize how accessible my happy place is. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you it really is just, just contingent on, hey, Leah, you want to play some games? Can I watch <laughs> you play some games? I'm going to play my dumb video games while you play your dumb video games. Please Let's play our dumb video games together and fuck this shirt. I don't like this shirt. I'm just, I don't even know why I'm wearing the shirt in front of you. Oh, I do because I wanted you to see it. <laughs> yeah. It's a, listen. This is this is one of those great limitations of podcasts. It's a good shirt. I, yeah. Sorry sorry listeners. Meet us in person. Please don't. I will ignore you. Oh, no. Absolutely. If you can find me in person, I will be so confused. You'll have my attention for hours. I I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to poop. I'm going to be so scared. I'm going to poop. Please don't do it. All right. Uh, oh, shit. I got the dice. Shit. Shit. Already ruin it. Already ruining it, Connor. Ah. You can't uh, ruin if it if it was never good in the first place. Hey, Connor. Hmm. This is a question to precede the question. What is the answer to life, the universe, and everything? <sighs> You're, you're hitting me with the Douglas Adams? You're bringing out the big one? Yeah, because you're a Douglas Adams boy. And I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a die roll that matters. Yeah, I am a Douglas, Douglas Adams boy. I mean, classically, the answer is 42, of course. And that would be, what's your favorite lie? Ooh. That's a I'm good gonna... question. I'm going to jump right in because I've got a lot of them. Oh, I, please, I might, sir. Please. I might put this question back on the podcast. Um, we're not popular, so let's workshop it right now. Um, you cool if I put some of these questions in a reuse question mark column in the Google Doc? Sure. Because I think some of them are worth revisiting like this one. Totally. So I have many lies. I am a perpetrator of lies. My favorite thing to do is to continue lies that I have not come up with, that someone else came up with, and I'm just like, we all need yeah, I'm going to tell every single person that I know about this, and so many of them have stuck. Um, but off the top of my head, the Evan that I am in this moment, my favorite lie was come up about me by my roommate in college. Freshman year. Uh, the kid's name was Andrew. He was a very, very fun dude. Liked him a lot. 
Uh, the other guy that I knew was Andrew. Did not care for him as much. It was very yeah, difficult you, living Andrew. with the two of them. Yeah, but but, but uh, shout out to Andrew. Hell yeah, Andrew. This one's for you, bud. Uh, but in college, one day I'm sitting I'm sitting on my bunk in the Worcester heat, and as you could assume, I wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> Figures. So Andrew uh, looked at me, and I used to be a big kid. I was a chubby little dude who did nothing. Then I played DDR and hit puberty, and then God just took my body and just went like Gumby, and all that pudge turned into skinny bones. Uh, but with the rapid growth of my body and change in my body composition, I got a bunch of stretch marks on my shoulders. It's true. I've seen so, And you will the, too if you ever find Evan in person because he takes his shirt off a lot. I just don't like him. Uh, man, this is a shirtless podcast today. I mean, I'm going to make you take off your shirt in the closet just to even things out. Dude, um, I would not mind. It is getting steamy in here. Thank you I for need to doing what out a you ventilation do. service. Your, your service is appreciated. This podcast <laughs> is going to be running for like another two hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so he saw he saw the the lines running across my shoulders and was like, hey, Ev, those look like bear marks. Like you got attacked by a bear. Go tell everybody that you got attacked by a bear. And I said, that's fucking hilarious. I'm going to go tell everyone that I was attacked by a bear. So the lie that I came up with is I'm from a rural-esque suburb in Massachusetts. Leah likes to say that it's suburban. I like to say that it's rural. There's fucking farms in my town. Like, they are not as spread out as the Midwest, but for East Coast, man, it's fucking bumfuck. Um, but before my dad redid the um, landscaping of our house we had a fucking just like reedy weed weed filled like dusty stony dirty backyard and i remember um distinctly that there was we just had a bird feeder just in the middle of it for some fucking reason and i used to play with my little hot wheels cars on the like patio slash sand pit that was right next to the basement slider so um, I used to tell people that um, one day I was hanging out. I was hanging out outside, and I saw a little bear cub was attacking the bird feeder. And me and my little eight-year-old brain was like, "Oh no, my dad's gonna be mad if that thing hurts the bird feeder. I need to go shoo it away." So I go up to the bear and I spook it, and it freaks out and like lashes out at me and just like claws both of my shoulders. So I just start freaking out and like I'm I'm like lately bleeding just like down my front. So I just start running like mom 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 to see if I can like get her to just like help me and like take yeah. care of it. You catch um, the, luckily the, the little was... details in there, listener. The little details are really what sells this story. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal some stuff later. Um, so yeah, I was I was able to get patched up. Like I didn't need stitches or anything, thankfully. But like they were deep enough to leave grooves, but like not need like actual stitching or anything. Um, so that's why I've got these marks on my shoulders. Um, and I've told that to so many people, and I forgot that I told that to one of our closest friends, and I never told him the truth. But then I told his mom the lie, and then the truth, and he's like, oh. So that's what happened. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I lied to you for, like, years. Um, but the trick to a good lie is to include a lot of truth. 
because mm. the true details about all of these were we had a bird feeder in the backyard. We had a shitty bird feeder in the backyard. Um, we had shitty land back there. I used to play my little Tonka trucks back there. Um, I was scared of my father growing up, so I would do stupid things. A bear attacked our bird feeder and was in the, like, Ware River News. Um, he does have marks on his shoulders. Like, all of these details are, like, feasible enough and they're, like, close enough that you're like, okay. And, yeah, if you're, like, you know, a dumb guy in college, you don't know what a fucking stretch mark is. You Like, you've never seen a woman before. Uh, so you're, they're like, what is this on, on your body? And then I've, I've told it to other people and they're like, yeah, I went through puberty too. I know what a fucking stretch mark looks like, Evan. I'm like, well, I can't win them all. Mm, uh, but that is my current favorite lie. I've got many more. Um, the the first the first off that I can think of is uh, your cousin. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one. Um, I Nate's Nate's movie cameos. Fucking the fact that I loved half of my ex girlfriends. Oh, boom, got him. <laughs> Uh, jokes aside, that's not really funny. It's just mean. Um, but no, that's I mean, that's enough. It's funny because it's obviously untrue. My, I'm uh, sorry. My, I got so excited about the thing I wrote down, and I'm just like, I need to blather about my own lies. What's yours? Uh, so my favorite, my favorite lie. I've, as I've had some time to to think about this, uh, right now, what pops into my head is uh, you swallow <laughs> seven spiders in your sleep over the course of your life, on average. Okay. Uh, this may come as a surprise to Evan, even, or anybody else who's listening to this. Spiders do not kill themselves by crawling down your fucking throat. Did you know that? That's they kill themselves by getting masticated by your molars in your stress dreams. They don't do that neither. Spiders, what? it turns out, don't have oral death wishes. What do they have then, Connor? Uh, I mean, they have fangs and a uh, will to live and eat and survive like every other living creature out there except for Evan. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so why why is this your why is this your favorite lie? Is it because it's so propagated? Is it because spiders are crunchy? Like what what what's what's the flavor? It's because it was specifically made and and listen i'm not sure exactly how deep the lies in this story go what i'm telling you right now might be a lie somebody else told me which would be i can't i, I never mind I don't, I don't have the capacity to think about it but uh somebody made that up in an okay. effort to prove how quickly misinformation can spread okay the problem is that it was too good at spreading and it spread better than the actual information about it spread. Oh, so did they try to spread the real information in like, I don't know, like a couple days later or? Yeah, or I, I, think it was, I think it was printed in a newspaper. And I think that a correction was printed later. Uh, or efforts were made to say like, see how easy it is to trick people into thinking things that are like plausible and dramatic. Uh, and so I love this lie for two reasons. One, it's incredibly ironic that somebody tried to prove how quickly misinformation spread and they spread misinformation that they couldn't undo. Yep. Two, because it has a really strong pranky feel to it in the best kind of prank way where it's okay. pretty harmless. Yep. There are very few people who are really going to dramatically change their lives or make any really strong choices because they're afraid of spiders crawling into their mouths while they sleep. You know? 
Yeah, but what about those people who do? Like, I bet they're really fucked up. But what do they do? You know, do they put, like, dream catchers over their faces while they're going to sleep? Or, you know, they, they install uh, mouth guard nets to keep the spiders away? Yep. I'm just, I'm now thinking of, like, if that lie were truth, and it's just, like, you wake up and there is just a new spider web design <laughs> in your mouth of just, like, hey, your local brown recluse just, like, moved in. Don't swallow. You'll die. <laughs> Careful, careful now. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it feels like it's fairly harmless. Yep. And it also mildly punishes people for being gullible. Because when you first learn that and you believe it, you're like, ugh, that's gross. It makes you feel gross for a little while. And then you get over it because now it's just one of the many gross bad things that happen in life that you just need to get used to. And then later, you're rewarded for not being so gullible anymore and learning a little lesson about misinformation and about being too trusting and about thinking about whether spiders want to die in your face. They don't. Okay, cool. I like that. That's very fun. <clears throat> it It's not a lie, um, but you, that story reminds me a lot about um, Monopoly and how the the dumb like trivia about Monopoly is like the game was designed to show how fucked capitalism is. That's not true. No, wait, it's not. Oh, I thought that's that was the point you were about to make. Oh no 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 no! Oh my god! No, um, <laughs> no, it's it's that like Monopoly is like, real this, anymore. <laughs> this like never ending like hell game that just like destroys like friendships and like makes everybody shitty and grumpy and it's like yeah that's the fucking point dude that's because this stuff is whack should we yeah. should we fix that no let's just like print out a bunch more of these board games and make a mint off it it's like the irony my my especially favorite part of that uh two things actually is that uh the person who invented monopoly made barely any money off of it oh goddamn so like capitalism yep but also it was incredibly prescient because it predicted how strong people were going to give up about capitalism because at the end of every game of Monopoly is either five extra hours of going around the board knowing that someone's going to win or surrender, which is, I think, a lot of the like quiet quitting kind of habits that, that keep coming up. What a miserable existence we live in. Yeah, we'll get over it. Thank God we have free audio media to distract ourselves and maybe to other listeners. Yeah. Speaking of which, this week's podcast is brought to you by Folatron. What the fuck is that? I don't know. But once it's out there, they'll pay us for it. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't chilling shit until I see that fucking thing. We talked about this. We did. Um, we did. All right. Moving all on. Right. More dice rolling, and today we have a 78. Can't subtract four from that. Rolling again. Fuck this noise. And now we have 97. One more, t one more time with gusto. Okay, cool. I was about to say my new favorite lie is whatever number I'm coming up with next, <laughs> but this one's a real one. All right. So <laughs> you have a monument in your honor made. What is it? Oh, dude. It can't be good news, can it? Like, this this isn't a good monument. 
You tell me. I'm asking you. Man, there I, are I, no qualifying questions, Connor. No qualifying questions. Yeah. Uh, I gotta think. All right, I have not done anything monumental in my life yet. A monumental made in my honor? I gotta think I fell down a manhole, you know, like, and survived. Okay. I think that it'll be a, a, the monument itself will just be my crumpled form at the bottom of this manhole with a sign that it, like really it's it's i'm a i'm just a a, a note in this monument really yep. this is a testament to modern medicine but this monument is made one is a cautionary tale but two as a way of saying and isn't it great that they could stitch together this humpty dumpty just just your mangled your mangled frame so are you are you in the sewer or are you like off to the side on the sidewalk? Are you in front of the hospital that came up with this life saving um, surgery? I'd, are you just so this is a statue, right? I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I, yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to understand. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm with you. So yeah, no, it's a statue. It is near the intersection where I fell down the manhole. And in fact, I think that this is the other reason why this is a monument worthy moment is because this is the point where people started taking street safety there seriously. Okay. And so it's actually right on top of where the old manhole used to be because they don't allow cars on this road anymore. It's been made more pedestrianized. There's a whole separate thing for bikers, little local businesses nearby. All thanks to that one idiot who wasn't looking where he was going and almost died. So is this okay? Now are we expanding this into the Connor Commons, or is this still just like you just happen to be where all this this beautiful society is? Just kind of like how you stumble into everything else in your life. Oh no! This all this beautiful society comes about as a result of me falling down this manhole. Once I wow. fall down the manhole, they realize something's got to change here. This doofus. Okay, so- has taught us a very important lesson. One, about watching around manholes. Two, about making our roads about people instead of cars. Cool. Um, man, I'm sorry. I'm full, of, I'm full of piss and vinegar and questions today. So why have you spent 30 years not getting fucked up? Why are why you, ha- why are you why still pristine? I, a, I could have jumped down a manhole already. Is that what you're if- saying? If you're making society that much better, why are you selfishly in a closet talking to me? Get the fuck is... out there. Go get hurt. Go get hurt, Connor. <laughs> Go jump down a deep hole. Uh, hey, through take your a long walk off, off a short pier. We need better stuff for boats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the boats need you, Connor. Get out there. Uh, it's it's just, you know what? It's it's fate. I can't I okay. can't force it. If I jump down the hole on purpose, nobody will care. Only when a, a handful of witnesses see the look on my face of total shock and disbelief as I plummet downwards, that okay. really the message ripples around. Okay, no, that that makes a lot of sense because uh, if it were any other circumstance, there'd be someone there like, oh, I, th- I think he was doing insurance fraud. Yeah, exactly. But okay. no, no. All right, I know right, I'm. Tell I know me about I'm, your monument. I, Hang on, I got one more question. I, I know I'm I know I'm picking this apart endlessly, but no. I, I I'm just I'm so curious. 
Please, um, my monument have you seen, deserves this attention. Have you seen the Bobby Orr statue uh, near uh, TD Bank Arena or whatever in Boston? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so um, it's a statue of one of the Bruins players, Bobby Orr, um, and he's like he's taking a dive on in like celebration on the ice. So the thing is, like, it's him in the air, flying. Um, let me see if I can just pop it in chat real fast for you to have a a visual a part of that. But my my question for you is: Is it like the Bobby Orr statue? Like, are you suspended in like tumult and agony? Or like, is it is it your your like crumpled body just like mangled and fucked? Uh, what 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 is the flavor of of um, bronze in which you are cast? You should be able to hear my bones breaking when you look at this monument. <laughs> it should be uh, like the impact should be rippling through my frame. Okay. I want it should be a very very dynamic moment captured in I want to say copper. Okay. Yeah, copper so that people can pick my favorite ex- like bone poking out of my skin to rub for good luck. And that's that, that's the one that turns golden. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's really good. Thank you for for putting up with with my endless questions on this one. I I was very curious and wanted to spur more conversation because I just want to know. Far be it from me to get upset about the actual conversation part of the conversation starter. It's just fucking the point of it. Um, but right, going what's on your to, monument? What's your monument? Going on to mine. Uh, all right. So you know those sensory deprivation rooms where it's like so so soft and dark and quiet. You start hearing your blood rushing through your body going yeah. into your ears and the pounding of your heart just sl- just slowly at first and then careening ever faster 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 louder 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 until you fucking just go absolutely bonkers yeah 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 i've i've heard about those they sound terrible yeah that that room that's that's the room that's that's named that's going to be like one of those rooms is me it's just like you're going to get a sensory deprivation chamber named after you yeah it's just like what he just what he felt like just like just the evan experience just pop in for like 30 seconds that was him for 30 fucking years <laughs> you know they're supposed to be very relaxing that's how they're built to a point <laughs> <laughs> like I, th- I think it's pretty chill to hang out with me for a while yeah yeah i uh, listen i'm sure yeah like a a, a hot couple minutes in your shoes desperately wishing that you weren't wearing a shirt it would be a nice thing for most people yeah and then then it's like oh wait what about death tell me about the locking mechanism on this sensory deprivation chamber (sighs) that's a great question i never thought about that um definitely think you can't just crawl right out right that wouldn't be an experience no, I now that you now that you're asking that my my immediate thought is the time you told me about being in the backseat of, of a cruiser where it's just kind of like sheer wall, no handles. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that like I also like just to be a dick. I want it to I want it to do like one of those things where it like molds into the wall where it's like, oh, shit, there used to be a door here. Where'd the door go? And mm. just kind of like give you that extra sense of just like loss of direction and just like helplessness not because like i want to be mean but like because i'm really bad at directions and i'm a 
straight white male so that I can't do anything on my own. But well, listen, I'm sure nobody is going into this room against their will. This isn't a jail cell. People get to opt into this experience. So if you want to make it as confusing and disorienting as you want, just make sure you remind them that they've got to close their eyes and spin around a handful of times so that they don't know exactly where the exit is. That's a good point. Um, man, yeah. No, I did not I did not ask to be birthed, but I think it would, like, I'd be just lawsuit city if I were just to, you know, kidnap people off the street and throw them in this thing. It's like, this is the Evan experience. Yeah, man. That's 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 not a memorial. That's a torture chamber. <laughs> That's that's yeah. uh, that that's a Batman villain gone wrong, my man. <laughs> they had a uh, they had a Geneva Convention about this kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, fuck you. Already covered that one in the last JennyCon. Yeah, um, I do think I do think it needs to be free though. It's just kind of like a local local thing. Like if kind of like art museum thing, where it's like, hey, did you like your time in the Hell Chamber? Donate five dollars so we can keep the arts alive. <laughs> the arts. I don't know. I, I do you donate to museums when you go? Because I do. I absolutely do, but not a single one of those museums has made me feel like I was going insane. Yeah, and fucking some lady got a crazy art scholarship because she had a video of her shaving her pubic hair. Like, art's weird, dude. If you bill anything with a good enough spin, like, it's art. Art is weird. You are right about that. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love me some art, but I also love me some normal-ass art. Like, give me a painting and some shit. Not a weird fucking sensory deprivation room that makes you feel like a dude who's got a really nice life and just hams it up for his friends. Well. Uh, writing down the thing. ba 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 do chamber that's the word that i wanted this is that yeah. was question three yeah. yeah yeah you know i actually had a one of my one of my courses in my master's program they asked us to do a like a non-traditional therapeutic practice okay i'm pretty sure i tried juggling and <laughs> like just to see it like it the whole point of it was for stress relief was kind yeah. of the basic gist and like eh, just tell us about your experience uh but when I was given that assignment, the teacher said, we've done this. I've done this a few times. I would heavily recommend nobody do the sensory deprivation chamber. A few people have done it. Not a single person has liked it. Okay. That's so weird. So, man, I thought you were, I thought you were, the way that you were telling that story, I thought your teacher was about to just fucking uh, start ripping apart juggling as a practice. <laughs> it's like, what a fucking clown college nerd boy is is doing this shit. No, no, that's the thing. It's hard to really rip on jugglers because okay. they're jugglers. They're they're doing it on purpose. They know. Yeah, they know. I, there was a beautiful moment where I'm driving home with Lee in the passenger seat. And we are stopped at a red light. And I look over, not at the lane next to me, but the oncoming traffic across across the way. And there is a man in full motorcycle gear, you know, face shielded helmet and everything, on a like motorized unicycle. And I said, Holy shit, did you see that? And Leah goes, Yeah, that that script was really pretty. And I said, what the fuck? What? You didn't see you didn't see the the unimotorcycle? How 
you know that sign had really really nice calligraphy on it like you oh. noticed words more than a dude on a fucking mechanized unicycle priorities man I t- some people got them I love her to death but I'm still upset about that because like <laughs> I'm now starting to think am I the only did I imagine this did I imagine <laughs> the Seattleite on a motorized one wheeled vehicle nah you're not that creative no I'm not and that's why I'm just so fucking blessed to have seen that yeah I am uh, gonna I am gonna juggle after this though I haven't juggled in a while juggling is good I juggled I juggled at my sister's like five days ago because I was having three clementines at a go I'm like I'm gonna juggle this while walking up the stairs I didn't know you could juggle yeah no it's it's one of my weird sleeper skills oh. I'm not very good at it but I'm not bad at it why are we such fucking losers that we juggle? I don't know, man. It's not the sort of thing that I usually have the dedication to do, but I learned it. I, I know a couple of tricks. It's weird. I don't know any tricks. I It's like, it's in the same category for me as like throwing cards. Cause I just, I spent a week at Jaju's just throwing cards at a wall and I now can throw cards pretty okay. That's another one I want to pick up. It's that and card magic. All right, but we have veered off of uh, yeah. our, our sole purpose. Before before we go on, I do want to bring up one more. Did anybody use the Dr. Lloyd Forger concussive maintenance for uh, non-traditional therapy? No. No, more's the pity it hadn't been invented yet. <sighs> Damn. Well, I hope, I hope West Dallas pulls out of the war. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Ugh. Watch Spy X Family. It's so fucking oh, it's good. So good. Recommend. Hot recommendation. No explanation. Okay. So, double zero and a four. Is that four? That's a four, baby. Four. Wow. Oh my god, Connor. I'm so upset that Aaron's not on this episode of the podcast because it is the one. It is the one that spurred our. Hey, we should turn this into a podcast. You know, fucking years ago. Oh. And this one was a smash hit at the work meeting. Everyone loved it. So, oh, fuck you on, if I you don't, don't like this, this one. one. I don't care. Yeah. I'm calling you out, listener. <laughs> no, please. I'm I'm from Massachusetts. I say fuck you out of love. It's like breathing. Anyway. <sighs> no more you drum are a tiny, face-sized person. What fruit or vegetable would be your house? Oh, I was always so curious about who came up with this one. Was this you or Aaron? This was this was an Aaron original. She she came oh. up with it and has like I have beaten her with quantity, but she has fucking just taken me to town with quality. Because people have thought my questions are okay. Some people have straight up said that's a fucking stupid question. I'm like, hey, shut up. But everyone I've asked this question to has absolutely absolutely adored it. And that is my sister, because once again, she is better than I am. Yeah, so this is one that I've been asked before, and I initially stumbled around my answer, because I was thinking like, man, this is another opportunity to talk about pawpaws, and I love talking about pawpaws. Oh, you're going to need to talk about pawpaws anyway, because I don't know what one of those is, but continue. Pawpaws are the largest fruit endemic to North America, and they are a weird tropical monster that emigrated from the equator over centuries and centuries. And it's supposed to taste like it's got a custardy texture. 
supposed to okay. taste like banana and mango and like in that world and they just live in random places scattered around North America they don't travel well so you can't sell them which is why you've never seen one in a grocery store yep but they're pawpaws I've never had one I've never had one I've just heard about them and I need to talk about them at every possible opportunity so that one day some pawpaw in the know person will take pity on me and say I know a pawpaw grove just 20 minutes outside of town No, and then I'll say thank you so much are they ripe and they'll say no but I do know about one. I'm actually just bragging to you. Okay. I, I really like that. Um, I do love two things. I love that uh, when I searched it online, Google said, do you mean papaya? You dumb fuck. Um, and secondly, I love how excited this dude in the chat that I just sent you is excited about his pawpaws. Like that man is so happy to have this fruit. I feel like you will exhibit similar amounts of just like vigor and just joy when having a papa i just really want to try it i just really want to try one cool well it just feels feels right thank you for once again educating me but what is your uh not lie answer what is your answer that's not lies uh my real answer that i've come up with is a soursop which is a fruit I have only enjoyed in juice version. But I think it's that's how I've had it too. Like kind of roughly round and oh and guess what? It kind of t- it has sour. But it's got <laughs> no these shit. big yeah, oh, yeah, it turns out. Uh, uh, and uh, up next there are real pines and pineapples. Uh, but sour sobs, they're a pretty good size and they've got this very cool spiky exterior which I think yep. would make it for a great house. It would certainly make it easy to hang Christmas lights. Okay. And it also has like these big chunky brown seeds in it, I think, which would just be great for furniture. So I've got yes. plenty of room inside and I can like build a couple of things right into the structure. Okay. And uh, I don't need to paint anything. I've got some nice hooks outside, a little home defense in case of like, I don't know, I'm a fae, right? So like I got to worry about rats attacking me in my home yeah so that'll be yeah. good too no that's very good and like the 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 fruit looks actually pretty comfortable too so like you know you got that like nice soft walls right right feeling comfortable secure you know cradled even yeah you know there's like something something about it that looks inviting once you get past the thorny exterior like there's probably like Man, I don't know, like maybe a metaphor in there or something? Probably not. I don't think anybody's ever, nobody would ever touch that with a with non-literal language. Yeah, no, all I know is that ogres are like onions, and onions aren't fruits, so who cares? We just don't need metaphors after that one. Shrek did it. That was the perfect metaphor. We just don't need any more. Right? It's uh, such a good movie. Um, But with with your uh, spiny external home are are you going to hang icicle lights or are you going to make your sour stop sour soursop home look like a christmas tree and just like even like put a star on top get the whole kind of like ornamental thing going on uh i don't think icicle lights uh i think it, it'd probably be like your standard uh random collection of colored lights that just string all the way around and up okay that's, I that's like what that. I'm thinking. 
right. Are you a large bulb or small bulb household? I have no idea what that means. Oh, dude. Okay. So um, my dad and I are very passionate about this. We talk about it every Christmas. About your bulbs? Um, oh, I thought that that was like some weird fruit terminology. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm talking about light bulbs. <laughs> I thought that you were about to educate me on something like, oh, well, actually, there are two varietals of soursop or something like that. Oh, no, I'm very dumb, Connor. Oh, good. Okay. I tried to eat a light bulb as a child. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, for a second, I thought that all those great lessons about capitalism weren't real a moment ago, but that was even more earth shattering when for a hot second you weren't an idiot. Yeah, no, I am full of like not misinformation, just no information. I'm just (laughs) saying words and they're coming out. Uh, Small bulb. Small. (sighs) No, big bulb on the outside, small bulb on the inside. We're we're big bulb on the tree. We we think it makes the 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 actual colors of the lights pop better. I got so many friggin' ornaments on my tree, man. I I can't distract with big bulb. See, I like my dad. Like my dad and I are more of like bulb over ornaments thing. Like it's such a hassle to hang them, but like if you get the lights, you know, positioned well and like different varieties of colors. My dad also uses the silver tinsel. So the silver tinsel really also like helps um, ac- accent the the beauty of the colored light, um, and okay. we think it just it, it is a more it's a fuller experience as opposed to the the smaller lights where you get more, but it's just kind of like becomes a a lumen mess as opposed to like distinct colors. Well, I'll tell you uh, to each their own, and I can yeah. see the appeal of what you're talking about, and I I'm. I, you, don't prepare yourself for shade because I have nothing to say about this approach itself. Uh, what I am going to tell you is it's a good thing that this episode is coming up in July because come Christmas time, we will not tolerate language like putting ornaments on a tree as a hassle. That, that listen, you gotta, you, you need more Christmas spirit than that. If you're going to talk about Christmas trees, I don't like Christmas. Well, listen, maybe we're going to need to take a couple of weeks off or something, or maybe you're going to need to find it between now and then. I, I've got a, a, some literature I can acquaint you with about the growing of hearts and um, grinchification. Sorry, all I know is the Bible. Ooh, you got That's me there. That's the only, only Christmas book that I need to read. Evan, I hate it. I hate how you win every single argument by just saying, well, the only thing I know is the Bible. <laughs> and I never have a good response. Well, for starters, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> oh, and that's it. And that's it. That's the closing argument every single time. <laughs> so uh, at the at the work meetup, my coworker said, all right, Evan, you've brought this up a couple of times, so I feel safe enough to ask, are you religious? <laughs> to which I, I responded, well, I'm a practicing Catholic. Uh, so it's complicated. Uh, so, so in short, I love my God. I hate my church. And she goes, oh, good. You said a lot of Catholic jokes. And you and I had the same upbringing. Like, I get him. Cool. So that's right. that. But yeah, no, Christmas bums me out. Um, I'm all for people being jolly and holly, but like I can give people gifts fucking years around. Um, and I'm just good, man. But then again, I'm also totally down to uh, watch Hallmark with everybody and have a little drinky poo. All right. Yeah, that is that is one of our, our traditions is uh, Hallmark drinking games. Uh, but anyway, what I really want to know about is not so much your your Christmas feelings as your little teeny tiny fae fairy sized 
house. What my pet fruit? My pagan feelings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's yes. let's dip back into those those uh, non traditional spiritual beliefs, or so perhaps these... super traditional. Yes. So these questions, um, they do bum bum me out a little bit just because I've got my answer locked and loaded. Like I think the fun of the weird questions is coming up with something, mm. but like with this one being old and reused it's it's like a it's like a trusty glove it fits really well but like it just doesn't have the same shine that it used to um but that doesn't change the fact that i love my answer and i think it's correct and i said it fucking five days ago and i'm saying it right now my answer is cherries um because as a millennial uh home ownership is not but a pipe dream like i ain't gonna i ain't gonna have one of them things i'm gonna be renting until i'm dead i'm gonna be renting when i'm dead (laughs) Maybe, maybe someday through some crazy accident, you might become a fairy. But come on, <laughs> buy a house. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How, so, how far into fantasy will we fly? Hopefully enough for me to have my little cherry homes. So <laughs> the reason I'm choosing cherries is because often cherries come in little double bunches. Absolutely. Um, and I love the idea of not having one home, but two. Because, like, that's fantastic. I, I've got a little house for me, and then I got a little extra house because fuck you. So I can sublet it. I can use it as storage. I can go hang out in there on, you know, like the weekends as, like, a vacation home. I don't know. I'm fucking tiny. A cherry is my house. Like, I, that feels like travel time for me. So I've got a lot of options with my little decor. You know, who, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I want to, you know, like um, downsize to a, I don't know, acorn, acorn or something later on in life. You know, my cherries are too big. And I have this like really weird, like traditional fake couple where they need like a his and his home or a, a his and hers. And like, you know, that way they can have their separate beds or their separate cherry homes. I don't know how the fae do it. I'm just here to be supportive. Um, so there's a lot of options while I'm living there and while I'm not living there. Um, but more importantly is I think that with the cherry pit, it will make it very easy to excavate. I did want to hear about the pit. I was very curious. I thought this would come in. You pop out the pit and then boom, there's your little living space. It's in, it's an open floor plan, but like, hey, who doesn't love that in 2023? I very sure do. Very so, fashionable. And that way, like, you know, like with a strawberry, like you got to pop out every single one of the seeds or like, oh, God forbid you, you go as far as like a nectarine and you've got a pit, like the walls are stuck to that thing. At least the cherry just goes pop and you're all just really like really set to just live in your comfortable little cherry home. Um, okay. But well, listen, if and you, you come visit whenever you feel like if you start to feel a little cramped in your double studio apartment, I got my soursop yeah, with guest yeah. rooms. It's all good. And like I... I also think that I am cha- like I'm up updating my answer because this like like any good thing it has grown with me. Um, I have now seen what Rainier cherries look like in person, and they're absolutely beautiful. They're like this little like ombre um, cherry where it's got like the darker like not like the black cherry kind of look, but like a a, a richer red, and then it's kind of got like a lighter warm tone yellowish green i don't know i can't remember off the top of my head on yeah the top. more yellowish if i'm remembering right and I, if i'm I think googling think correctly which i am i might have seen i might have seen some when they were like not ripe enough or something hmm. or i was driving too fast and i don't know because it was um a little uh cherry stand on the side of the road I'm like those are cool i should i should eat those 
It's the only place um, you should buy Rainier cherries is a little yeah. stand on the side of the road where they say they do they grow better Rainier cherries than anybody else. Yeah, I've eaten Rainier cherries, but that's also because I stole them from the supermarket. Just a little little snack for me. Um, oh, just man. a little, little larceny. Yeah, you know, just a a, a little a four cent crime. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think they're I think they're really attractive fruit. Um, so I think that would be what I'd like to call my home. Nice. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the the paint job that you've added into your cherry situation. Thank you. I I'm pretty pleased with with the growth as well as very minimal as it is. Kind of like me as a person. Growing minimally, but in the right direction. Consistency. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it. I. There's our questions. Know. What's up? Yeah, there's our questions. Yeah, Got I. Oh no. Um, I can't get Bing to stop being annoying to me. So uh, <laughs> classic Bing. Sorry. Isn't that the for... point of Bing? Being annoying consistently. It's I I can't I can't get rid of it. Like I, I'm learning about the weather and about um. Forbes swimming announces open category for pre. Oh shit! I so the the things the things collided. Forbes was talking about some like swimming open, and then the thing had shifted without me noticing to talking about a Florida fisherman finding something prehistoric. So I was reading Forbes like announces swimming open for prehistoric creatures. I'm like that is the raddest fucking thing I've oh, ever heard of. What a title. holy shit! Oh man, that's news. Yeah, cool. and like now that it's, I, fuck, that's now my favorite lie. I need to update my question because <laughs> prehistoric Olympian fucking dinosaur is my favorite lie now. And Forbes wow. said it. <laughs> don't don't double check. Congratulations, you are the third person who was ever happy about something that Bing did. Oh man, thank you, Microsoft. I appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, that's our that's our questions. We've we've rattled on for fucking an hour and fifteen at this point. So. Uh, Let's wrap it up. Um, if you would like to uh, hang out with us offline, we don't have any social media or anything, so I'm terribly sorry. Hey, gang. Future Evan here. Um, I was so sorry that, in fact, I went and made social media for us. So if you want to uh, hang out with us online or whatever, um, you can check us out on Instagram and TikTok. At the, um, both handles are the answer is a lemon. Uh, so feel free to give us a follow, say, hey, whatever you want over there. And um, if you want to uh, send us your weird questions and get the the odd gods thoughts on on things and my own, I guess, uh, you can send them to lemonanswers at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, no, I really just generally can't thank you enough for uh, your time and listening. You didn't need to do it, but you did. And you're awesome. And I, I cannot express my gratitude. But yeah. Um, be well, catch you in the next one. Bye. But if you would like to support this podcast, uh, leave a review, preferably five stars. I don't know. Tell us what you think. Uh, but more importantly than that, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Fuck it. Everyone deserves weird questions. That's right, Evan. They all do. There's not, not the lowliest scumbag on the face of the earth should be awkward at an elevator. That's because we're them. We're proving it. We've we are the bottom of the barrel. There's only going yep. up from here, baby. Y'all got this. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm good if you're good. Uh, well, I'm done anyway. All right, cool. L- love you. Bye. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. What's that noise?
I don't know. It was whatever came stop? out of my mouth. How do I stop? I opened it, and that's what it was. <laughs>